What's going on, Hang On Gang? Going to wait a few minutes and give people some time to come in uh, before we get started. I do realize, and I apologize for last night's show, uh, apparently um, my broadcasting software did some upgrades uh, when my daughter was playing on my computer, and uh, it turned my mic off. Uh, so yeah, I apologize about that. So we'll wait a few minutes, and then we'll go ahead and get started, give people some time to come in here, okay? Alright, so let's go ahead and get started. So as you can see, there's been a ton of fallout that has occurred from the FTX um, Alameda uh, fiasco uh, insolvency. And a lot of coins that are associated with Alameda and FTX, as you can see, have, been, have a heavy loss. Sol uh, is down 60%. And, uh, Alameda and um, FTX was heavily invested into Sol. And um, as you can see, the repercussions across the market. Uh, there's other reasons why the market is dumping as well, uh, further as, as well. We'll get into that into the video uh, as we get into this live. Um, the updates from the FTX situation is constantly, constantly uh, being updated. More information is being brought forth and is coming out. And it's going to have reverberations effects across uh, not only the markets, but I think across the political spectrum as well. Okay, so um, all I'm doing is presenting the, what I have found um, and looking into FTX, Sam Beckman Freed, Alameda, and the connections to the uh, Democratic Party. Okay, so before we get started, we're going to take a look at uh, some of the charts. And uh, at first, uh, yesterday, the CP, well, was it Thursday? The CPI numbers came out and it wasn't as bad. And that caused the dollar uh, currency index to, to dump. Okay, and so that's what you see right here. You see that dump right here. Um, occurring right so this is Thursday the 10th that CPI numbers came out early that morning at 830 and then the dump commenced to happen and you see the sell-off of the dollar right now in return um, what that did what that sell-off did was um, pump up the uh, the stock market and the crypto markets as a whole okay because as the dollar rises the stock market and the cryptocurrency markets and the uh, precious metal markets fall okay Strong dollar, it makes a weak market. Weak dollar makes strong market. So proof of that is here. As you can see, this is a stock market right here, the S&P 500 E-mini futures. It coincides as, um, directly with the dip. Thursday, November 10th, you had the sell-off. And then you go down here to the ESO1. Thursday, November 10th, you had the run-up in the stock market. And you had the run-up also in Bitcoin right here same thing that is the correlation if you have been paying attention to any of the technical analysis videos that we produce here on the channel or any of the other videos then you know that we are a firm believer that the 
uh, stock market and the Bitcoin uh, cryptocurrency markets follow the S&P uh, go hand in hand. Okay. Now, as you can see, um, last night in the, uh, the video that audio was messed up in, I told you guys that Bitcoin was going to be chopping. And that's exactly what you're seeing doing. It's going to chop today. It's going to chop sometime tomorrow. And it's going to make a move Sunday night or Monday morning. Okay. And in my opinion, which is not financial advice, it's going to make a move to the downward side. Right. And um, one of the things that I have been noticing um, on the charts is down here on the RSI. Uh, whenever the uh, RSI is below 30, then you have a run up. Right. So you have it right here. The 30 mark is right here, exactly right here. And look below it, what do you have? Run up, that's one. You go back to here, two, three, four, all right? So RSI is not above that. That's just some of my, my traders, a little technique or something like that, that, uh, that you could use to help you uh, kind of, you know, take a trade or, or you know bypass a trade just, just something to add to your arsenal all right so bitcoin is currently sitting at sixteen thousand eight hundred and sixty four dollars um you know there's going to be some more things that are going to unfold during this week in my opinion it's going to cause bitcoin to fall uh below this mark and down towards those price targets that i have continuously been telling you guys for months of seven thousand of a bitcoin bottom between 7k and 15k and ethereum bottom between 408 dollars and 450 dollars and xrp bottom of 21 cents now my gauge is the xrp um xrp needs to hit 21 cents and once that hits then that triggers the uh bottom market for me and we have done the numbers uh previously and the xrp needs to fall i think a total of if i remember correctly like 40 49 percent 48 percent to hit those target numbers so that's where we get this right here 42 percent from what it was that day it was 42 percent uh to hit the target numbers of what we're saying of under 15k okay so that's where we're getting that from now another thing this is the altcoin market right altcoin market cap as you can see it's taking a hit you see all this red over here you saw all this red on the crypto bubbles right red it's taking a hit it's taking a hit because of the bitcoin dominance bitcoin dominance chart okay when bitcoin dominance runs up which means money is flowing into bitcoin not out of bitcoin into altcoin so money is flowing out of the altcoins into bitcoin and therefore um the 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 altcoin dominant um altcoin chart is is falling you see altcoins bleed okay now when the bitcoin dominance fall you see altcoins pump so keep this in mind all right keep this in mind now before we go on just want to give a plug out uh we do have a podcast the sunday night hangout you can catch us on spotify amazon um any other podcasting platforms that you receive your podcast on and we have the second podcast the metaspot podcast which covers nothing but metaverse nft um, related content okay now on to the meat and potatoes of the um of the show what everybody calls so today uh, not today but on yesterday mr sam bankman fried finally told the world that he filed for bankruptcy okay and he wrote a long long thread I'm going to read to you guys today and we're going to go over it so you can see exactly how much of a bullshitter and fraud this person is. Okay? He's a con artist. Now, 
He starts off says, Hi all, today I file for FTX, FTX US, and Alameda for voluntary Chapter 11 proceedings in the US. I am really sorry. He's really sorry, y'all. He's really sorry that he lied. He's sorry that he used customer funds to invest into other uh, Web3 startup projects. He's sorry, so we, we should just forgive him because he's sorry. Again, that we ended up here. Hopefully things we can find out. Hopefully things can find a way to recover. Hopefully this can bring some amount of transparency, trust, and governance to them. Ultimately, hopefully it can be better for customers. This doesn't necessarily have to mean the end for the companies or their ability to provide value and funds to the customers chiefly and can be consistent with other routes. Ultimately, I'm optimistic that Mr. Ray and others can help provide whatever is best. No, man, I don't think anybody's going to be messing with FTX anytime in the near future, anytime um, in, 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 in the uh, currently. FTX is done, man. They're done. Especially with the more information that's coming out of how you guys handle it. And you guys had no board structure, no board of directors. It was just a bunch of, of um, you know, kids in, in, you know, in the Bahamas that was running it. And, you know, so we're going to get into some more th more information here. So stay tuned. All right. Because you guys are going to see the connection and how, th how deep this thing goes and why this is going to have reverberating effects around across uh, the political sphere and, and other markets. I'm going to work on giving clarity on things uh, in terms of user recovery ASAP. I'm piecing together all of the details, but I was shocked to see things unravel the way they did earlier this week. I will soon write up a more complete post on the play-by-play, -play, but I want to make sure that I get it right when I do. So, I want to show you this guy right here. Sure, if people Listen to what he says right here. Right? Listen to what what was going on this whole time. This this you know piece of shit here was sitting here apologizing, um, writing these threads and this and that right there. This this right here took place in the past with an interview with this guy, okay? And he knew what what was going on. Repay the loans back to FTX. Is that how you guys see this? Ah, damn it. Now, how does that make you feel? I apologize for the ads, y'all. Eric, I'm going to look at this. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I, uh, I don't think the issue was that they lent out their own FTT token. The issue was that they lent out customer deposits to Alameda, and Alameda provided FTT token back to FTX as collateral. So it was an issue of rehypothecating customer money, not telling them they were doing that, and then just blatantly lying so you see what they were doing they were reapplicating customers of uh customers money not telling them they were doing it and then just lying to, to the public about their holdings they weren't doing that for the preceding months yeah i agree i mean i think I, if they just stopped at the uh, at the, at the alameda thing and then blow up they, that may have actually been recoverable and you know like the downstream concept if you like shut it off at alameda that's that's sort of um you unwind a bunch of bad debt but as soon as they touch those customer funds to try to that's fraud that is fraud 100 percent fraud no way around it he needs to go to jail but he has friends in high places and you'll see what i mean as the show goes along prop this whole thing up that's where you jump into fraud that's when you jump into criminal issues that's where you jump into that's a whole new world and then and then you have this blow up you know and, and the downstream losers ultimately are the users unfortunately and he was saying even like one day before the collapse 
everything is fine. Customer money is fine. FTX is fine. That's um, that's clear fraud, right? I mean, that's um, yeah. very much so. <laughs> Clearly fraud. So no way around it. No way around it. It's fraud. Remember, what did I just show you? This right here. He's sorry. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Okay. Now, Lucas Nuzzi, right? Follow Lucas Nuzzi and shout out to Lucas Nuzzi. Uh, he says that he found evidence that FTX might have provided a massive bailout for Alameda in the second quarter, which now came back to haunt them. 40 days ago, which would probably be about 40, 43, 44 days ago, 173 million FTT tokens worth over 4 billion USD became active on chain. And that's when the rabbit hole appeared. Okay. Since that day, September the 28th, uh, over 8.6 billion USD worth of FTT was moved on chain. That was by far the largest daily move of FTT in the token's existence. One of the largest ERC-20 daily moves we ever recorded in CoinMetrics. Right? So, there, so this was the beginning of the discovery. Okay? The, the beginning. I went through all transfers that happened that day using CM Atlas and ranked them. I found a peculiar transaction that interacted with a contract from the FTT ICO. In 2019, contract automatically released 173 million FTT from the tokens ICO. The recipient of the 4.19 billion uh, USD worth of FTT tokens was no one other than Alameda Research. So what, right? Alameda and FTX were intrinsically connected from day one, and, and Alameda obviously participated in the FTX CEO, I mean, in the ICO, right? So then Alameda sent the entire balance sheet to the address of the deployer of the FTT ERC-20, which was controlled by someone at FTX. So in other words, Alameda auto-vested uh, just over $4 billion worth of FTT uh, just to send it back to FTT immediately, right? And then this is what he says he think what happened. You know, Alameda blew up in the second quarter along with Three Arrows Capitals and others. It not only survived because it was able to secure the funding from FTX using the collateral of the 172 uh, FTT that was guaranteed to vest four months later, right? So once vested, all tokens were sent back as repayment. And remember that the FTT ICO contract vests automatically. Had FTX let Alameda implode in May, their colleagues would have ensured the subsequent liquidation of all FTT tokens vested in September. It would have been terrible for FTX, so they had to find a way to avoid that. And that's kind of when CZ put out that tweet. Um, and then the uh, CEO of Alameda said, we'll happily buy them at $22. And then that's when people were like, hey, well, if it goes below $22, does, um, like, is that a bad thing or something? And you started having the run on FTX and, uh, and, um, and FTT, right? People trying to sell. Okay. Now. This right here is interesting. They like to call all these these um, you know these these young adults geniuses and etc. They go to MIT and etc. But it's all one big circle that circles all around. Okay, right now this is your CEO for Alameda right here. This is your CEO, Miss Ellison. Now listen to her. Listen, listen to what they say. So they ask her a question about risk and about uh, stop losses and etc. and how they manage risk. Listen to her answer. Yeah, absolutely could pull it off without my math degree. <laughs> use very little math. Um, use a lot of like uh, elementary school math. Being comfortable with risk is very important. <laughs> um, <laughs> we tend not to have things like stop losses. I think those. We tend to not have things like stop losses. Every trader knows that you have a, you must have a stop loss put in place. 
every trader. These are the people that they call, um, you know, the next JP Morgan, the next next uh, great investor VCs, etc. Aren't necessarily a great risk management tool. I'm trying to think of a good example of a trade where I've lost a ton of money. Yeah, you know, you know, you know one right off the top of your head. You ain't got to think long and hard, but go ahead and play it off for everybody. Um. Well, I don't know. I probably don't want to go into specifics too much yeah, with that. Yeah, I know you don't want to go into specifics too much of that. Four billion dollars worth. That you, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go into specifics of that either. <laughs> so, shout out to the creator of that video, Crypto Bitcoin Chris. All right, for, for putting it on Twitter. Now, Blockworks. Okay, Blockworks. They say 134 of FTX firms filed for bankruptcy. 134. This is another reason why the crypto markets are tanking right now. Okay. Now, I have been constantly, constantly, constantly telling people that those price targets would hit and that they would come. Just be patient. Just be patient. Okay. And now they're coming. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. And those that know will take advantage of this. Okay. But they go in down here and, and uh, tweeted a whole entire thread of all these companies that were tied to Alameda Research and the woman that you just seen on this video, Miss Ellison, right? So, Alameda Austria PTY, Alameda Global Services, Alameda Research, Alameda Holdings, etc. BitPesa, BT Payment Services, Blue Ridge, Blockfolio, and I use the Blockfolio app to track uh, different cryptocurrencies. Uh, Cardinal Ventures, Cedar Bay, uh, Clifton Bay Investments, CM Equity, Cornerstone Staffing, Cornerwood Grove, Cottonwood Technologies, Crypto Bahamas, Deck Technologies, Deep Creek, Digital Custody, okay, FTX EMA, FTX Equity Record Holdings, FTX Hong Kong. These are all companies that are associated with Alameda. They're all companies that you, if you are invested in, you might need to uh, do a deep dive in and do reconsideration, okay. Now, Mr. Deaton, the people's lawyer, you know, he's the people's lawyer that's representing the people in the XRP uh, versus the SEC lawsuit. Uh, he tweeted this uh, yesterday about Charles Gasparino. Uh, it says, Gary Gensler's old boss at MIT is the father of Alameda CEO Caroline Ellison. The GC of FTX official used to be the lead counsel of Gensler. When he was CFTC chair, Sam Bankman Fried's FTX's mom was Hillary Clinton's lawyer and a Democratic operative. I told y'all people, it gets deep right here. It gets deep. It's get, it gets deep. Now we understand why he was able to increase, get all this funding overnight, and FTX was able to blow up and come out of nowhere, right? Right? They were touting him as the next Warren Buffett, yeah, him as the next J.P. Morgan Chase, um, you know, the next young, brightest mind coming up in the crypto world. He's going to change the crypto world, etc. Right? Sam Bankman Free was the number two Democratic donor, and he is. Global component of this as well. 
because people have their money in FTX. It's hard to get your money out when you declare bankruptcy. Exactly. So all those people just lost all their money, man. Washington, will, from what I understand, will focus on Gary Benzer and FTX. And here's what we do know. There was a March meeting. What do we know? Tell us. Wait a minute. He said there was a large meeting with FTX, right? And the SEC. Hold on. I got some. I got. I got some for that. Hold on. Hold on. Just a second. Let's see here. Let's see here. What does that say right there? Huh? Including the unique risk associated with custody of digital asset securities and conditional no action relief discussed in the statement. So, rumor has it that Mr. Gensler was kind of helping Mr. Bankman free curtail regulations and find loopholes for his FTT token and his FTX exchange. Hmm. That's what the bird's been saying. Just a rumor floating around. I'm sure people are digging into that. Right? Let's let him finish, Mr. Gasparino. Uh, that occurred in March. That's according to Gary Gensler's public calendar. We don't have his public calendars after June, so we don't know if he met with him again. But essentially, Republicans in the House Financial Services Committee are raising that question. What did Gary Gensler know? What type of relationship did he have with Mr. Bankman Freed, who is, by the way, a huge Democratic contributor? And Number two donor. Don't forget. He said something real, 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 um, you know, um, I don't think y'all heard that real quick. This is real vital right here. You know, if, if you don't, wasn't paying attention, you can miss it real quick. So one, we established he has connection with Gary Gensler through MIT, right? So now we need to establish the connection to the Democratic Party and the Democratic Political Action Committees, right? So stay tuned, because it's coming, I'm telling you. Stay tuned. I know y'all want to get to it. Stay tuned. We got some more information we got to cover real quick. Some more stuff we got to go over. All right? Shout out to, to Duo9. Follow him on Twitter. Alright, Duo9 says, for those confused about FTX and FTT, here's the TLDR. FTX prints FTT out of thin air. FTX lends FTT to Alameda Research. Alameda Research borrows USD against that FTT. And Alameda Research sends USDT, uh, USD stables to FTX. Repeat, infinite money. So it's the same thing that's going on in, in, in the um, traditional banking system that they were doing, okay? They were trying to do fractional banking and uh, traditional banking finance and bringing it to the crypto. Didn't work. And he gives an illustration right here. They create a token, pump the price, the market gains to the balance sheet, and show the market gains to the investors, raise cash through equity sales or loans, and then pump the token again, create another one, and the cycle keeps going over and over and over and over and over and over again. Okay? That was the Ponzi scheme. That is what they orchestrated. Now, Satoshi Stacker, right? This just came up. 
This just came up within the last hour and 30 minutes. It says, this is nuts. Alameda Research was trying to get funding by pitching 15% risk loans, risk-free loans with no downside. More funds are coming out and exposing Alameda and Sam. People obviously knew these things, but were afraid to speak up because Team Sam Bankman Free destroys enemies. So what is this right here? Make it bigger. It says investment offerings. It says they were, these loans have no downside. Well, how can they have no downside? Well, it's, you know, when you're the one setting it up, you're the one that's, that's creating all this stuff, then yeah, of course, it has no downside. We guarantee full payment, the principal and interest, enforceable under U.S. law. <laughs> that's funny. And established by all parties, legal counsel. Right? There's a proof of that. It's crazy. He also goes on to says that um, there was a hacking, actually. You know, they just got hacked probably about four hours ago. Uh, yeah, at 8 o'clock, FTX got hacked, which is kind of suspicious because... This exchange has been secure. You haven't heard any type of anything going on, any funny business going on when it comes to that with, this, uh, with FTX exchange. Now, all of a sudden, all the stuff comes out. Now, all of a sudden, it gets hacked, right? So, it says here, Kraken, uh, Kraken Exchange has identified the FTX hacker. And this is what the CEO of Kraken says. We know the identity of the user. So it's going to be interesting to see who the user is because it also came out today that Mr. Sam Bankman-Fried had a backdoor to funds on the FTX channel. Not only did he have a backdoor, the backdoor could literally let him siphon funds without it being discovered. So it was going under the radar. This just came out today as well. He's a hallway fraud, man. And then, just, uh, what, an hour and seven minutes ago, shout out to Lark Davis, follow Lark at the Crypto Lark on Twitter. He just came out and said that the FTX hacker is currently dumping millions in altcoins like Link and Matic. So, that is also why you see this going on here. And that is also why you're going to see my price targets that I just named out earlier in the stream. Okay. So they're dumping it, and and they're 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 causing the crash. This all this stuff is coordinated, man. All they manipulated the market for months, manipulated, manipulated, manipulated to try to shake you out of the market. Um, and this is just also one of the processes. You know, not only was it fraud, but it, it also was one of the processes. This came out, it crashed the market even further after already being crashed um, 80%. And now people are, are don't want to be involved in crypto anymore. They want to sell everything that they have and just be done with it and just jump into the most possible worst, um, you know, uh, investment, which is fiat. So I'm telling you, hold the line, hold still, don't do not shake. Okay, do not shake. It will get greater and it will get greater faster than what you believe. Everybody that's talking about, oh, we're going to have this so uh, recession of crypto recession, bear market, etc. For all these until um, 2023, 2024, etc. No, we're not. It's going to go back up faster than what you believe. All this is artificially created. Okay, so if it's artificially created, that means it's going to go, it's going to pump. Just like a light, just like turning on the light switch. If you could artificially create a crash, then you could artificially create a pump. And and once you take out take out um, take away all the parameters of the artificially creation, and let it be natural, then it shoots up just like a ball on the water. Uh, just like when you're pressing a basketball on the water, and you let it go, it shoots up through that water. 
All right now, shout out to Prophet Max. Follow him on Twitter. This is what he also says. He says, "One of Ukraine." Um, well, this is the first thing because I had posted this earlier. Um, as you can see, we posted this right here earlier in the day. We said, "Interesting, right?" We say right here, thirty-three billion support for Ukraine. Ukraine partners with FCX for the uh, to launch the crypto ban uh, donations because we questioned where the funds were going and if they are being funneled uh, from the uh, FTX exchange to the Democratic Party through donations from SBF or Sam Bankman Freed. Okay, and we're going to get into some more things because it's going to be you, you're going to see it's, it's going to be a family affair. You're going to see, all right, and we're getting close to it. Okay, so Kraken knows the identity of the hacker. All right, the hacker is dumping Lincoln Matic and other altcoins. All right, you have, um, um, you know, breaking news Ukraine military aid from US was investing in crypto FTX by Ukraine, which I already told you guys earlier, which was money laundering. If you didn't know, Ukraine is the, is the, the, the top money laundering hub in the world. Go look it up. Go Google it. There's numerous articles about it. It was. It always has been. Okay. Even before the, um, you know, the regime changed during Obama's presidency in Ukraine, it was a money laundering hub. All right. This is a well-known fact for anybody that's in finance. Well-known fact to anybody that pays attention to the news and world events. All right. So then he also posted this was from August. One of Ukraine nonprofit war funds has spent 54 million of its crypto donations on military hardware as the country enters the 25th week in Russia. Right? It says the donations have been made through the nonprofit aid for Ukraine, which is operated by Ukraine's Ministry of Digital Transformation. The crypto payment rails are being facilitated by crypto exchange FTX. Come on, y'all. I ain't the smartest, you know, person in the room. But I know how to connect the dots, okay? I have discernment. And I know how to see things, see how if, they, if the dots are starting to connect one by one by one, chances are you're on the right track. Chances are that, that, that you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Now, this right here I found was <laughs> crazy as hell, all right? Now, you have, quote, unquote, a billionaire, right? And uh, this is like the, the the second tweet I've heard of this about him doing um, certain types of drugs, right? So let's just look at this. Check this out. It says stimulants were highly advised to be used by new hires for a long time. Sam, referencing Sam Bankman-Fried, would literally give an orientation on stimulants and would describe which would do that. He told them to give them all a try and see what works best and what they felt most productive on. Sam used a patch for designer stimulants that mainlined them into his blood to give him a constant buzz all the time. So he didn't want to he, he didn't want to come down. Alright? He didn't want to come down. Now I was now I I'm I'm from the inner city and I've seen crackheads and meth heads and etc. But they come down at some point. They don't want they don't want that buzz all the time. But you know, this you know, those listening, my viewers, comment in this in the, in the comment section. Tell me what you guys think about this right here. Right? Now you could say this is all a lie. 
This is all rumors. Ain't no way that somebody that was worth $16 billion with a B at that time would be on any type of stimulus, etc. So, all right. I hear you. I, I hear you, man. You know what I'm saying? But see, me, growing up in the inner city and seeing dentists and uh, doctors that were crackheads, etc., I don't put nothing past anybody. So this is Caroline. Remember, Caroline, she runs. What does she run again? Oh, yeah, that's right. She runs Alameda Research. Yeah, that's right. That's what she runs. Nothing like a regular amphetamine used to make you appreciate how dumb a lot of normal and non-medicated human experience is. April 5th, 2021. Here we have the crypto key himself. Stimulants when you wake up, sleeping pills if you need them when you sleep, be mindful of where your headspace is. I often nap in the office so that my mind doesn't have to leave work mode in between shifts. Interesting. This is the guy that was going to save crypto right here. This is the guy that was trying to bring regulations to the United States of America to benefit his FTX company. That's how this whole thing started. CZ Abanez responded to a tweet. And Sam Bankman-Fried said something about spreading rumors. And like CZ said, you know, you went behind our backs and are using lobbying money to bring forth crypto regulation, harmful crypto regulation, uh, regulation towards Binance. You're trying to push Binance out of Western markets. And that's how it all started. And then now we are here. Down the rabbit hole. Right? So, Mr. Deaton, Johnny Deaton, the people's lawyer again. And I agree with him. He says, release all the notes, emails, and communications between the SEC governor, Sam Bankman Freed, and FTX, including all communications with his members of his family. Restore confidence in the markets or step down. Why would we want to get communications of Mr. Sam Bateman Free's family members? Why would we want to do that? Remember earlier in the show? His mother was a Democratic operative. His mother was Hillary Clinton's lawyer. So, that leads me to believe to Mr. Sam Bateman Free's mother. Right? Who is she? What does she do? So you you know, as as the the parents go, as train them up as they shall go, and they shall depart. Right? What type of household was he raised in? What type of ideology? Barbara Freed, Mr. Freeze, Mr. Sam Bateman Freeze, mother. Right. And the thing that sticks out to me the most is, look, yes, uh, she was, you know, professor in Stanford, etc. But down here it says she is a co-founder of the political fundraising, uh, fundraising organization Mind the Gap, which advocates for progressive pro uh, political candidates and funds 
what does it say? Funds, uh, funds get out the vote groups, okay? You know, because there's so much voter suppression. <laughs> That's a joke, y'all. Right? Now, that's Miss that's Miss Barbara Freed. Um, let's see here. What am I looking for? What am I looking for? Mind the gap. What is mind the gap? Right. We just established that she funded and started mind the gap, which was a PAC political action committee, fundraising committee. Says here, Mind the Gap is a left-wing super PAC. So it ain't a regular regular political action committee. It's a super political action committee. Dedicated to helping Democratic political candidates win elections. The PAC earns millions of dollars in donations, primarily from Silicon Valley executives who are keen on quietly funneling massive political donations into the Democratic Party. So at face glance, there's nothing wrong with that, right? But quietly funneling? Why do you have to be quietly? Isn't all election finance, isn't it all supposed to be public? The mission of MTG, Mind the Gap, is to empower private political donors to strengthen our democracy by providing them with evidence-based guidance on the electoral strategies, tactics, and programs that are likely to achieve the greatest impact in a given election. So, hmm, interesting. So, what groups is mine, the gap, aligned with? The main one, Antifa. Yeah, y'all heard that right, Antifa. Sounds scary when you say it right, don't it? Let me say it again. Antifa. Black Lives Matter, immigrant movement, refugee movements, work with prisoners, etc. Right? So these are all the things that they are involved in. Right? So what else have Mr. Bankman Freed been involved in? He has donated five million to Future Ford, which gave supported uh, President Joe Biden's presidential campaign. Right, so all the tech leaders, Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, Sam Bankman-Fried, all of them, this is what they did. Right, no harm, no foul. None of that. Now, we're gonna get into some of these 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 articles, cause cause I hope these I hope the dots are connecting for y'all. I really do. You know, all this is allegedly, right? But you know, too many coincidences to me equals a fact. So we have here Sam Bateman freeze implosion. Took down the Democratic second biggest donor with it as the party gives up to regulate crypto. Right? And it's interesting enough that they still want to use this man's crypto regulations. 
bill to regulate crypto, which would be all bad for us. All bad for us. Sam Bateman Freed back political action committee spends nine million funding congressional Democrats. Cool, congressional candidates. But we already know he was the number two largest Democratic donor. Right? Sam Bankman Free, just short of $960 million. Uh, what he later came back to say was a dumb donation uh, pledge as the midterm looms. Because he said he was going to give $1 billion to Democrats. Interesting. Inside Sam Bigman Freeze 12 million long shot. So what was his long shot? Right? Despite airdropping a historic, historic sum into a congressional race in Oregon, what was he thinking? Maybe he's trying to buy Congress members. Maybe he's doing what he's told. Who knows? But one thing's for sure is that without saying Bankman Freed, Democratic Party could not pull record fundraising just in time for the midterm elections. So not only did he save crypto, he saved Democratic fundraising. Well, he's a savior, ain't he? So. He said that they outspend, Republicans outspend Democrats in the 2022 midterms election. Interesting. Which I doubt that it to be a fact. And this is the, the double talk. Right here you have this, but then you have this right here. Congressional funding. Fundraising climate favors the Democrats. Democratic Senate campaign fundraising at Pace's GOP for four straight months. All thanks to Sam Bankman Freed. Sam Bateman-Fried has been a significant donor in the United States midterm elections, right? Embattled cryptocurrency founder spent $40 million on midterms. Now, the next thing I wanted to bring to your attention was this right here, right? Ukraine partnership with uh, FTX to launch donations uh, website for cryptocurrency. Now, given Mr. Sam Bankman Freed's morals and past and his love for the Democratic Party and the fact that he has no problem in using customer funds to invest and to donate, it would be too far-fetched to say that some of this money was funneled back into the Democratic Party and uses donations. Or through donations. We sent $33 billion. $33 billion, right? $33 billion with a B was sent Ukraine on top of donations to a fraud 
organization that has ties to the Democratic Party, that has ties to the SEC and Mr. Gary Gensler. Not just any ties, close relationship ties. So we sent $33 billion, and yet there's no oversight. The fiscal watchdogs are crying and, and, and saying that we need oversight when it comes to the money that's being sent to Ukraine. Is it far-fetched to say that some of this money has been funneled back through donations to FTX back to the Democratic Party? I don't think so. And I'm here to say no. This is my opinion. This is allegedly. And we'll just have to sit back and wait and see if this is indeed a fact and if it all comes out. Right? But we know for sure, we know for sure, we know for sure, well, we know for sure, let me see, where is it, where is it, where did it go? Where did it go? There it go. We know for sure, 54 million. And FTX exchange and nonprofit aid for Ukraine. I'm just saying. Talk to me now, people. Am I on the right track? Am I on the right track? Is it all a coincidence? Is it nothing there? Or is it smoke? Let me know. Let me know in the chat. Let me know if there's smoke. I'm just saying. Now, there are some some good things that are going to come from this. We one, we do need regulations. Um, I don't think we need them heavy-handed. I think they need to be uh, tailor-made specifically for the crypto industry. But we do need the regulations. They do need to come. We need to have them. And. The next thing is that we need to, these these type of people need to see jail time. There needs to be some type of justice. There needs to be restitution and investors and um, retail investors need to be made whole, okay? It's not up for debate. It's not an opinion. It's, um, this needs to be a fact and it needs to be etched in stone. These people need to see jail time. All of them. All of those are involved in this FTX from Gary Gensler all the way to... Miss Ellison and Mr. Bankman freed. Okay. Now, there was um, some more. I think, um, as you can see, wanted to show you Miss Genevieve rocked uh, Dita here on uh, Twitter. So this is what she had to say about the board of Sam Bankman freed and FTX. Says no investors join FTX board of directors, which was made up of Mr. Bankman Freed, an FTX employee, and a single lawyer. An advisory board of investors had no functional control over the company. 
So it had no business structure whatsoever. None whatsoever. And this is the icing on the cake. FTX is a part of the WEF, the World Economic Forum. Okay. Go back and watch our video on the World Economic Forum and why they are bad and how they are trying to corner and control the entire financial markets. Right? Go back and watch that. Okay? Go check that out. Now, before I head out, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Solana. Okay? Solana was heavily uh, backed by by uh, FTX and Sam Bankman Freed. So they are taking a heavy hit. Okay, they dropped down from $36 to $37 down to $13. Now, Solana is still a good investment because Solana has the second most developers only behind Ethereum. It has a thriving NFT market uh, with Magic Eden and a few other uh, places, NFT marketplaces. It has a lot of building and development that is going on there. Um, they came out with their phone that partnered with T-Mobile. So this might be actually um, a good buy, you know, something, a good risk play to get into. Now, it will fall even more uh, as more news comes out and more things happen with the Alameda and the FTX, FTT fiasco. So be diligent, be mindful. But this was uh, something that I am taking a look into. Okay, and the only reason why it, the price is falling because it is suffering from direct association with Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX and Alameda. Okay, so there's a lot uh, as there was a lot of Solana that was locked up on FTX. There, um, well, let me take that back. Being that there was a lot of Solana that was locked up on FTX, and you know FTX has since uh, halted withdrawals. Um, I can see Solano's price rising, you know, pretty good when all this settles down. For the simple fact that it's going to take at least four to five years before that money gets uh, unlocked and those people get compensated from those wallets. Uh, I.e., example, Mt. Gox, okay? The uh, Mt. Gox, they just now just started getting uh, their funds back or funds released to be sent back to the current owners of those Bitcoin form, uh, funds from way back to what? That was what, eight years ago, nine years ago? So, yeah. So, this is Crypto Crane. Uh, we will not be doing a Sunday night hangout uh, tomorrow because we did this today, this live stream today. So, we will see you next Sunday for the Sunday night hangout. We'll have a good show for you guys. Um, we're working on something about Circle. Uh, and how they are trying to corner the market. So, till next week, next Sunday, we'll see you again. And uh, to the next.